today we have a guest. Это пастор нашей соседней церкви. It's the pastor of our neighboring church. Robert Robert Christensen. Robert Christensen. Я правильно произнёс. Did I say it correctly? Welcome. Welcome. Он сегодня будет трудиться. He is going to serve here today. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Ah, uh, good afternoon. Доброе утро, или лучше сказать добрый день. I've been given, well, I should say I've been given. I was told that you, that the pastor preaches about 30 minutes to 35 minutes. Мне было сказано, что пастор проповедует где-то в 30-35 минут. So I get a half hour and Oksana has, gets a half hour. Я пришел к выводу, что я получаю полчаса, и Оксана полчаса. И мы все это сами решили. I just want to thank you uh, for the opportunity to come today. Я хочу поблагодарить вас за тот шанс, что я могу быть с вами сегодня. A few months back, I, I met Pastor Igor. And we were talking about ministry in the community and specifically being a police chaplain. But when we met for the first time, I didn't know what his um, Christian background was. As we were visiting, as we were visiting, I became very thrilled in my heart and my spirit to realize he was not only born again, but um, also Pentecostal. И когда я приходил на общение с ним, я стал, я понимал то, что он не просто новорожденный, но он также пятидесятник. Из пророческой стороны этого. And therefore, we started having really good conversations. And we did meet after that and just talk about the moving of the Holy Spirit, the plan of the city, and what God was doing. So he invited me to come and preach. So watch out, you're stuck with me. And I do want to say a special congratulations. It's my understanding that your pastor and wife are married 45 years today. Congratulations, you joined the club. My wife and I were married, have been married 45 years this past July. В июле этого года моя жена и я 45 лет как были женатые. Мы только за два месяца раньше, чем вы женились. Сколько у вас внуков? 35 Давайте возьмем момент, я хочу помолиться за слово, которое буду говорить.
Father, I want to thank you for today. And we just want to quiet our hearts before you. Because I don't want to speak just words. It says your word goes out and doesn't return void unto you. You have a word for every man and woman in this place today. And my heart is to be able to share your word. For each one here to be blessed. Blessed by your spirit. I want them, Lord God, to be convicted. To be stirred deep within their hearts. Lord, challenged for what is ahead. Excited for what you have come ahead. And I pray, Father, that your anointing would continue to rest heavy on this place for these next moments. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The title of my message this morning is Get Ready and Be Ready. We live in one of the momentous times in the history of the world. We're very close to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Even if it seems to be a few years off or a few decades off. Who knows, it could be a little bit longer. But nonetheless, we are living in some days that you can read right out of the Bible things that are happening on the news. If you were an unbeliever and you would listen to the news, you would watch what's taking place around our world and you'd open the prophetic aspects of the Bible, it's almost like they're reading the news lines. A lot of people that don't believe in God are simply not believing because they're blind. Their hearts are blind. Their hearts are yet dead because they do not know the Lord. The thing of it is for us is to introduce them to Jesus. And Jesus is coming back. But before he comes back, he has a plan. He has a plan for you. He has a plan for me. He has a plan for St. Louis Park. He has a plan for Minneapolis. He has a plan for this whole region. And his plan will take place. I want to read two texts for the scripture this morning. The first one is out of 2 Timothy chapter 4. Starting in verse 1. I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. Who is the who sorry, who is to judge the living and the dead and by his appearing of his kingdom. Preach the word. Be ready. 
Настой во время. Be ready in season and out of season. И не вовремя. Reprove. Обличай. Rebuke. Запрещай. Exhort. Овещевай. With great patience. Со всяким долготерпением. And instruction. И назиданием. I want you to get out of this phrase. Я хочу, чтобы вы взяли с этого слова. Be ready in season and out of season. Будьте готовы в сезоне и не в сезоне. The next scripture I want to read is out of Acts chapter 4. Следующее местописание хочу прочитать это Деяние Это 31 стих. And when they had prayed, the place where they had prayed was where they had gathered together was shaken. И по молитве их поколебалось место, где они были собраны. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. И исполнились все Духа Святого. And began to speak the word of God. И говорили слово Божье. With boldness. С дерзновением. When they prayed. Когда они молились. The place where they prayed was shaken. Вся местность, где они молились, была потрясена. And I want us to get to the point where even if the building doesn't shake, that at least our hearts, our souls are being shaken. Because God has a plan. And He wants to fill you with the Holy Spirit. And some of you might say, well, Pastor, I've already been filled with the Holy Spirit. That was for yesterday. That was for last week. There's a fresh infilling today. Every day Amen. And then we're anointed to do ministry. Before I get to the heart of the message, I just want to share with you a few things. Along the prophetic, See, I've pastored in this city for about 20 years now. And I've been around to where I've heard different prophetic words. And there seems to be two prophetic words that seem to be coming back to the church over and over and over again. One of these words is get ready. He keeps telling the church, get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. I can say that over. You guys sang the songs, the choruses, and repeated the chorus. What's the purpose of repeating things? It's so we move the message from here чтобы мы подвинули это слово отсюда спустилось сюда we need to hear it more than once. So one of the words is get ready. I'll tell you what, when God pours out His Spirit, and I believe there is coming a time soon when God is going to pour out His Spirit over this city and over this area and friends, the church has to be ready. On the day of Pentecost, when people got saved, there were 3,000 men. Are you ready to have that kind of increase of souls? 
Actually, when you read the book of Acts, in fact, I encourage you to do this. Go through and read the book of Acts and circle or underline every single time people got saved. It says God added to their number day by day through those saved. There were occasions where there was 5,000. The church was up to around 25,000 people in Jerusalem. That would be fun to have that kind of church growth. But I'll tell you, I keep claiming Acts 2, the last verse. They were praising God, having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those Another prophetic word. Besides just get ready. Is God is getting ready to pour out his spirit. Over this city. In an unprecedented way. Here's two prophetic words that I've heard over the decades. Some of them I've heard, I've heard them from several different people. And mind you, this is over a period of about 20 years. That God is going to move over the Twin Cities. That the Twin Cities is going to be an epicenter of revival. And this revival is going to spread across the nation. Okay, that's one of the prophetic words that I've heard over the two decades. In a moment, I'm going to share another one with you. But I want to tell you something that the Lord shared with me personally. I not only pray for our city of St. Louis Park. And I don't only pray for um, at my church for our city. There are several different, well, I try to go downtown on a regular basis to pray downtown over Minneapolis. And one time, several years ago, I was asking God, God, what is this city known for? Chicago is known as the Windy City. New York is known as the Big Apple. St. Louis is known as the Gateway to the West. Los Angeles is known as the City of Angels. And I asked the Lord, what is, what is Minneapolis 
to be named Because names are that of destiny. And of course on the city trucks down there, on the city trucks down there, it says that Minneapolis is known for a city of lakes. But I asked, Lord, what do you want Minneapolis known for? And as I was walking and praying, this is what the Lord spoke to me. As he spoke it, I began to see everything in my heart and my spirit. I believe with all my heart that Minneapolis is going to be known as a city of miracles. As I saw that, I saw people coming from all over the nation to Minneapolis. For healing. Just like people travel from all over the nation and all over the world, they fly into Minneapolis and drive down to Rochester to attend, to, to go to the medical center there for healing. But I began to see cars driving into the cities. And as they, as they reached the outer perimeter, the Spirit of God would begin to come on them. And they would be healed. When people flew into the Twin Cities, and they get off the plane and go up the jetway, but when they started to, when they started to walk down the concourse, the Spirit of God would come on them and they'd be healed. And as I was just praying and letting that soak in that Minneapolis is known as the city of miracles, I also began to think, hey, we're known as the Twin Cities. Anywhere you go in the United States, you mention Minneapolis. Oh, you live in the Twin Cities. And the Lord brought to me the name of our Twin City. St. Paul. Apostolic anointing. Therefore, we're going to be known as the Twin Cities. City of Miracles with Apostolic Anointing. Now, friends, I want to go on to another prophetic word that's been spoken. This actually comes from the nation of Russia from over 20 years ago. I heard this back in the 90s. After the Iron Curtain came down, I'm making it hard for her. <laughs> After the Iron Curtain came down and the 1040 window opened, 
когда железный занавес упал, и пришло время. And we were able, the United States was able to finally send missionaries over into the Eastern Bloc countries of Europe. И Америка наконец-то имела способ отправить миссионеров проповедовать слово. There was a missionary that I heard went to Russia. Миссионеры, за которых я слышала, ездили в Россию. And when he had come back, he told us this story. И когда они возвращались, они говорили истории. When he was there, he was talking with with the Russian church. Когда он был там, он говорил с русской церковью. People who had been born again and filled with the Holy Spirit. Люди, которые были рождены все свыше и наполнены духом святым. And people that were praying on a regular basis for the United States. И люди, которые молились регулярно за Америку. I mean, that was a blessing to hear that the Russian church is praying for us. Для меня было большим благословением знать, что Россия молится за нас. And he told this, they told this missionary about fire spots that were going to break out in the nation. Now they didn't have the American language down. We use the word revival. But that wasn't used in the church there. They had never heard of that word. So as God gave them visions over the United States about revivals, they saw it in the form of fire breaking out in different parts of the country. So this missionary asked, can you tell me where the fires are? And they said, no, we're sorry, we don't know our American geography. So he says, if I get you a map and, and spread out the map, can you show me on the map? And he said, yeah, you, we can do that. So he got a map, he spread the map out, and they began to point out areas where there would be fire spots, where revivals would break out across the country. But they said after pointing out all of these areas, they said in this one area it's different. He said it's not just a fire spot. This whole area, this whole region is one huge massive fire. And do you know where that region is? Minneapolis, St. Paul. You know, I've told that story to our church and other places for a long time. It's neat to be able to come to a Slavic church and tell of your history of the church in Russia where God's brought revelation of what he's going to do here. And I want to tell you this. Get ready. Be ready. God's brought you here for a purpose. And that's for revival. I want to make one more personal observation. This is not a good history or a good story of Minneapolis. A couple years ago, we became known 
nationwide and worldwide. Because of the tragic death of George Floyd. And the phrase that he said when he was dying is, I can't breathe. At that point, riots broke out led by Black Lives Matter and Antifa. We became known nationwide. Overnight. Worldwide overnight. Riots broke out across our nation. And riots broke out around the world. Because of the tragedy of what happened. Now I want you to stop and go back to the prophetic words that I just told you about. God's plan for the Twin Cities. The enemy wanted to bring us onto the map because of some horrible things. But God redeems. God buys back. God changes things. We were became known by the words, I can't breathe. But I believe we're going to be known as a place of the mighty breath of God. In Zechariah, it says, it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. By my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Do you know that in Hebrew, what the word spirit literally means there? By my breath, says the Lord of hosts. It's not by might nor by power, but by my breath. And, and then Jesus, what did he do with his disciples? He breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Where once the words are spoken, I can't breathe. The breath of God is going to breathe on this place. It's going to be national. And it's going to be international. And where we were known in the past because of riots in cities burning, we're going to be known instead by the fire of God burning in this place. So why have I shared that today? That's just my introduction. Now it's time to preach. Why did I share this with you today? Because we, the church, must be ready and get ready. We have to be ready. So my first point is this. What is the words of Jesus? The first words that Jesus officially spoke in ministry. He went to the synagogue and he got up and he read scripture. And this is what he read. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. 
because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives. Okay. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Он помазал проповедовать Слово Божье нищим. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives. И послал меня исцеляться крушенным сердцем. And recovery of sight to the blind. Проповедовать пленным освобождение и слепым прозрением. To set free those who are downtrodden. Отпустить измученных на свободу. And then proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. He stood and he read this in their midst. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And he's anointed me to do ministry. He closed the scrolls, the books. He went and sat down in the front row. Everyone had their eyes on him. And then he said this. Today the scripture is fulfilled in your hands. That's a powerful word. Those are the first words of his, of his ministry. So you remember what the last words of his ministry are? In Acts chapter 1. Verse 7 and 8. When Jesus, Jesus had already risen from the dead, over the next 40 days between uh, Passover and Pentecost, there were different times that he would appear to the, the disciples or other believers. But on this last day, Jesus was walking with them. And, and we find this recorded in Acts. Where they ask this question. In verse 6 it says, is this the time when you're going to restore the kingdom of Israel? That's in verse 6. Is this and this is what Jesus said. It's not for you to know the times or the seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority. But you. Look at me just a moment. But you. Will receive power. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the remote parts of the earth. Now let's just stop to think about that a moment. His first words in ministry, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. His last words of public ministry, when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you, and he gave the command to stay in Jerusalem till they received the power of the Holy Spirit. 
quilos for any bom, believer to minimize the role of the Holy Spirit христиан, uh, Святого, doesn't understand Jesus because this is what Jesus was about. We need the anointing of the Lord. We need the anointing of the Holy Spirit. It can't be my might or power. It's not going to be by our plans, our abilities, our talents, our intellect. It's going to be by the Spirit of God. It's going to be by God breathing on you. And that coming out of you to others. It's going to be God breathing on those that you minister to. It's so important. When we look at Acts, and he says, don't get distracted by all the things of the end times. It's not that we ignore them. We need to recognize them to put a sense of urgency in our hearts. Jesus told about the signs of the end times. Earthquakes, famines, wars, rumors of wars, rumors. all of those things. But they were all wondering, is this when you're going to do? Is this when you're going to come back? Is this when you're going to set up your kingdom? Don't focus on that. That that the Father has all planned out. But you, you be filled with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit's coming upon you. Just like he came upon me. And when he comes upon you, you'll receive power. The same anointing that I have. You know what that word power is in the Greek? The word power is in Greek is dunamis. А слово сила в греческом языке обозначает dunamis. It's Greek. So динамика. Do you know what dunamis means? Вы знаете, что динамика значит? The ability это способность to do signs and wonders and miracles. Делать чудеса и Dynamis is what in English we get our word dynamite from. It's an explosive power. That's what that comes from. So if you're American, you're here, you're American, you're going to receive a power that has the explosive ability of dynamite. But in the kingdom, it's to do signs, wonders, and miracles. I'm going to make a confession. I have done 
some of those once in a great while. Я делал некоторые эти вещи в свое время. By his grace, he's used me to move in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But not at the standard or at the place where he wants us moving. Everywhere we go, people should be getting saved, healed, delivered, set free, transformed, filled with the Holy Spirit, signs, wonders, and miracles. That's his plan. That's what's coming I've changed the scripture here simply because we need to personalize it. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you'll receive power to do signs, wonders, and miracles in Minneapolis, St. Paul, in this north central region, in the United States, and in the remote parts of the earth. That's how this scripture is fulfilled in you and I. Let's go to another scripture in Ephesians chapter 4. In Ephesians chapter 4, starting in verse 11, he gave some as apostles and some as prophets, some as evangelists, some as pastors, and some as teachers. To now let me ask you this. How many of you are in ministry? Okay. I see a few hands. And the hands that I saw raised are those that are on the pastor's staff. And on the platform or positions of leadership. Now remember what I just preached to you. When the Spirit comes upon you, you'll receive power to be my ministers. Let me ask us, how many of you are believers in the Lord Jesus Christ? Okay? You're believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, you're called to the ministry. So how many are believers in Jesus? Okay, good. How many are in ministry? I'm still not getting all of you. If you're a believer in Jesus, you're called to the ministry. I'm going to prove it in this scripture. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. What are they for? For the equipping of the saints for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ. That's your call. The leadership of the church here is to equip you to be a minister. It's you guys that do the work of the ministry. That's what he says. And when is our ministry done? 
Verse 13, until we all attain to the unity of the faith. To the knowledge of the Son of God. To a mature man or a mature believer. To the measure and stature that belongs to Christ. In other words, when we're all walking around, they can say, that's what Jesus looks like. They're a follower of Jesus. Now as a result, verse 14, as a result, we're no longer children tossed here and there. By waves are carried about by every wind of doctrine. Or by the trickery of men or craftiness of deceitful scheming. But, speak, but speaking the truth in love. Can I just pause here for a moment? Do you know that when we are out in the world, those, those that disagree with us politically, they live in different alternative lifestyles. They don't need to have judgment from us. Jesus didn't come into the world to, to condemn the world. But the world through him would be saved. So how do we go out from here? For God so loved the world that he gave we need to be giving. We need to be sowing into the community. We don't go pointing our finger, you got to change this, you got to change this, you're going to hell. We introduce them to our, our best friend. To Jesus. If I'm going to introduce Pastor Igor to someone, I'm not going to go up and start ripping them apart, saying everything that they're doing wrong. I'm going to be sharing what my friend can do for them. Heal them. Heal their pain. Heal the wounds of their lives. Amen? Amen. Speaking the truth in love, we're to grow up. In all aspects concerning Jesus. In verse 16. From whom the whole body. Say that with me. From whom the whole body. Okay, it's not just the leadership here of this congregation. It's the whole body. From whom the whole body being held together by which every joint supplies. I need for me to preach to you today 
чтобы мне сегодня проповедовать вам. So мне нужны мои глаза, чтобы я видел вас и читал. So speaking, мне нужны мои уши, чтобы слышать ее, когда она переводит, когда моя очередь говорит. So мне нужны мои уста, и чтобы я мог правильно провозглашать свои слова. I need my arms that might drive you up a wall because they're flying around sometimes. And I use my feet to walk around because I don't like to stand still. Every joint supplying. Все части они что-то делают. Every single one of you are a joint. Каждый из вас есть часть тела. You know what happens when you can't bend your elbow? Значит, случается, когда вы не можете вашу руку согнуть. You can lift up your arm and do this. Можете поднимать руку делать так. But you can't snuggle your wife. Но ты не можешь обнимать свою жену. Or your husband. Или своего мужа. Okay. Понятно? I won't take it any further than that. Я дальше не пойду. But when one part doesn't do what they're called to do, it handicaps or hinders the whole body. I like to work out on a regular basis. Three times a week I do strength training. It either involves weights or doing push-ups. I'll tell you what, when I injured my shoulder, none of that took place for a while. And I started getting out of shape. You understand what happens when every joint doesn't supply? Does every joint supplies by the according to the proper working of every individual part? Всякий взаимно скрепляющий связи при действии в свою меру каждого члена. It causes the growth of the whole body. Получает приращение для созидания. Building itself in love. Самого себя в любви. The ministry. Это служение. One more time. Who's Еще called раз. to the ministry? Okay. All of you are. Last point. I'm going back to some of my texts. Get ready and be ready. We can't just sit around and wait. Мы не можем просто сидеть и ожидать. Мы должны быть в Слове Божьем. Мы должны быть в молитве. Мы должны ходить в том, что есть духовное. Мы должны быть ведимы Духом Святым. Мы должны быть готовы. И готовьтесь. Не будьте как те пять... That went out to meet Jesus. But they ran out of oil. A representation of the Holy Spirit. Don't run out of oil. Five of them were wise. They got ready. They were ready. My second point of this. Be shaken. Going back to the text, the place where they prayed was shaken. I also want to read to you out of Hebrews chapter 12. 
Я хочу прочитать Евреям 12 глава. Starting in verse 26. His voice shook the earth then. Которого глаз тогда поколебал землю. But now he is promised saying. И который ныне дал такое обещание. Yet once more I will not only shake the earth but also the heavens. The expression yet once more it denotes removing those things that can be shaken. The created things or the world things. In order that those things which cannot be shaken will remain. Therefore, since we receive a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us show gratitude by which we may offer to God an acceptable service with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming fire благоволением и страхом, потому что Бог есть наш огонь поедающий. Он есть наш огонь поедающий. Будьте поколеблены. Я хочу вам сказать, когда вы очень серьезно берете движение в Боге, и эта церковь принимает серьезное движение с Богом, мы в сезон, где я видел столько верующих Мы в сезоне, когда я видел множество верующих, которые проходили через колебания. И это неплохое. Бог приготовляет нас к тому, что нас ждет впереди. Кто из вас хочет огонь Божий? Кто из вас хочет видеть каждый день покаяние людей? Кто из вас хочет видеть, как люди исцеляются и освобождаются? Конечно. There's a preparation. There's a getting ready. There's a shaking that takes place. So that when God starts using us, pride in the flesh don't destroy what he's doing. Where it's not me or my church that gets the glory. Only Jesus. Where it's not me that's seen. Нет, это не я, кто видел. Only Jesus. Только Иисус. Only Jesus. Только Иисус. So, make this your prayer. Сделайте это вашей молитвой. Lord, shake me. Господь, поколеби меня и всю землю через меня. Why? Почему? Because our God is a consuming fire. Потому что наш Бог есть огонь поедающий. Which comes into this very last point here. И это то, что я буду говорить в моем последнем. John the Baptist said of Jesus. I'm not this Messiah. Я не мессия. But one who is coming after me is greater than me. Но тот, кто грядет после меня, он намного больше меня. He's the one. Он тот that will baptize in the Holy Ghost and fire. Fire. Takes us right back to what we were talking about. The fire of God purifies. The fire of God ignites. Ignites the dynamite. The dynamis. 
тот динамит, ту силу, которую он имеет в тебе, Божий огонь. Готов ли ты? You're ready to get ready? Готов ли ты быть готовым? Let's pray. Будем молиться. Father, I want to thank you. Father, I want to thank you. Отец, я благодарю тебя. I want to thank you for the heart of these people here. Я благодарю тебя за сердца всех этих людей здесь. I ask God that you would just stir them deep within. Я прошу, Господь, возрождай в глубине сердца их. Praying, И когда мы молимся, this, я хочу попросить тебя, есть ли здесь человек, который никогда не отдавал сердце свое Иисусу? Worship, И во время поклонения during the ministry of the kids, during the preaching of the Word, you're recognizing that you need Jesus. And you want to give your heart and your life to Jesus. If that's you, and you've never given your heart to the Lord before, just lift your hand up and we pray for you. I just want to pause for a moment. Is there moment? Okay, Father. Отец, we're standing here before мы you. Пред тобой. And each one of us has an option. Do I want to be available? Хочу ли я быть свободным? Do I want to just lift up my hands and say yes, God? Here I am. Fill me. I come to be ready. I come for you to work in my life. To work in my marriage and my family. To work in my spirit and in my soul. Cleanse me, God. And I make myself available to you. If that's you, I just want to invite you to lift both of your hands before God. And just say, yes, God, I'm available. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We honor you, God. We honor you and we bless you, God. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Yes, God. Yes, God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. Can we give a quick, you guys can sit down, give a quick round of applause and a thankfulness. Можете присесть. Давайте поаплодируем, пожалуйста. There you go. got my notes. I don't know about you guys. Я не знаю, как вы. But I'm sure that this is 
another confirmation of the Lord. Through the speaking of the pastor that has been in the city of St. Louis Park for 20 plus years now. That God has Minnesota to be a significant state что у Бога Миннесота это важный штат к тому, что Он приготовил для последнего времени излияния. Итак, если вы живете в Миннесоте, и многих я вас знаю, я ваше лицо знаю, знаю, где вы живете, некоторых я даже адрес знаю, You are here, not just to sit in the pews of light of the world, but just like Pastor Bob said, you are here for a purpose of ministering the very kingdom of God to our state. Why don't you turn to your neighbor Итак, вашему соседу. И скажите то, что мы любим говорить. Повернитесь к соседу и скажите, что я нуждаюсь в тебе. И ты нуждаешься во мне. И дайте, чтобы это стало еще более для вас реальностью. You know, Pastor Bob, Знаете, Пастор Баб, он сказал что-то. Он сказал, причина, почему мы говорим или повторяем, или поем все что-то снова и снова, потому что оно становится на уровне сердца. Это фраза, которую мы уже говорим, наверное, где-то месяц, год. И некоторые вы не получили это в вашем сердце вы еще. Вы не, не осознаете, насколько вы нуждаетесь друг в другу. You know you person, Ты знаешь, что тебе нужен этот человек, но многие из вас еще не осознают, насколько мы нуждаем в тебе и то излияние на твоей жизни для Царства Божьего. Вы слышите меня сегодня so утром? И давайте сделаем это еще раз. Повернитесь кому-то и скажи кому-то, я нуждаюсь в тебе и подчеркните, что ты нуждаешься во мне. Before we read our needs and quick announcements, Перед тем, как мы прочтем наши нужды и объявления, today is a very special day, сегодня есть особенный день, that if your last name is Kondratyuk, если ваше имя, фамилия Кондратюк, or your maiden name was Kondratyuk, или ваше э, имя было до замужества, But today we celebrate our parents. Сегодня мы празднуем наших родителей. We celebrate our pastors. Мы празднуем наших пастырей. As 45 years of marriage. Которые прожили 45 лет в замужестве. So we want to do something. Итак, мы хотим сделать нечто. So can we have both of you just come up and stand right Можете, here? Can you do that? Come on, give them another round of applause. Come stand right here and face them. И повернитесь им. Oh, no. already married. I don't have to officiate you. Yeah, we're not going to officiate your marriage. Is, is Marina here? Marina, are you here? Where is she? How much? 50 years in the Lord. No, him personally. September 72. 
сентябре 1972 года. Можно, пожалуйста, поаплодировать им? But more than just that, I'm going to ask everybody to stand. And you feel, if you feel in your heart that you want to come over and lay hands or huddle around them, I want мы хотим благословлять наших пастырей, потому что эти люди они пожертвовали очень много, чтобы влиять и вливать в жизни людей. Если вы не подойдете, то, пожалуйста, простите ваши руки, и мы будем их благословлять. Итак, Отец, мы благодарим Тебя за жизни наших пастырей, то, что они положили для твоего царства. То, что они положили, чтобы вливать в кого-то жизнь. И, Отец, когда они будут праздновать 45 лет в браке, мы благодарим Тебя, Господь, что Ты укрепил их, что Ты их защищал, что Ты вел их до этого момента. И ты будешь продолжать лидировать или вести Итак, мы благословляем их, Господь. И мы благодарим тебя за их жизни. И мы молимся, Господь, то, что они здесь посеяли на земле, чтобы они пожинали в Царство Божьем. Во сильное имя Иисуса мы благодарим Тебя и мы благословляем их во имя Иисуса. Аминь. Короткое объявление. Помолитесь за мир на Украине и за христиан на Украине. Another, let, let me get a small volunteer. Noah, can you grab this for Papa, please? Just take one for me, bud. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. This week, who remembers who we prayed for last week? All right, the Georgiish family. This week we are praying for a family that's very dear to me and my wife. It's my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law. Natasha and Sam. Natasha and Sam. So this week we're going to be praying for them. На этой неделе мы будем молиться за них. For both of their boys, David and Jacob. За обоих их мальчиков Давида и Джейкоба. But before we pray, перед тем как мы будем молиться, our media team gave me a quick announcement. Наша команда медиа дала мне объявление. Specifically, Ина, who takes the photos. Особенно Ина, которая фотографирует. She writes, everyone in leadership. Каждый, кто в служении лидера. Please be ready. All right. Пожалуйста, приготовьтесь. And that's all she wrote. No, I'm just kidding. Все, <laughs> to take pictures next Sunday. After service. После служения. She said, dress accordingly. That means, does that mean suits and ties? Or? No? <laughs> she said, plan to stay after service. For a, for a little bit. And if you are married 
and in the leadership role, если вы женаты и вы в служении лидера, your spouse is going to take a picture with you. Ваша жена или муж будет с вами фотографироваться также. Yes, yes. So leaders, Лидеры, get ready for some photo taking next Sunday. Приготовьтесь, чтобы вас фотографировали в следующее воскресенье. And then we're also going to pray for my uncle, дядь Петя. И также мы будем молиться за моего дядю, дядь Петю. Is fighting cancer. Он сражается с раком. Let us stand on our feet. Давайте встанем на наши ноги. Father, we thank you for the word today. Father, we thank you for Pastor Bob. Father, we thank you for the friendship that you are cultivating. We thank you that there Church in the city that we are in, that is standing on your promises. So, Father, we bless Pastor Bob, his wife, their ministry, their church. Father, we also pray, Lord, for Ukraine and what is happening there. Lord, we ask for your things to come forth. We ask for peace and mercy for the for the unbelievers to see your grace and goodness. We ask that the war would stop suddenly. Father, I ask you that the war would stop suddenly as a sign of your goodness in Jesus' name. Father, we also pray for Sam and Natty. We bless this family. We thank you for this family. And we ask for an increase in their life. A visitation of you, Lord. In greater measures in their home. In Jesus' mighty name. We love you. And we thank you for what you do in our lives. We pray for мы также молимся за дядь Петю, чтобы ты коснулся его жизни, и чтобы пришло исцеление во имя Иисуса. И церковь сказала, аминь. Служение наше.